Father, we just thank you for your love, your goodness and your presence uh, here this morning, wherever we are. That when we worship you, Lord, you come in and you dwell with us in the presence of our praises. Father, Holy Spirit, I commit this time to you and acknowledge you, Holy Spirit, as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. You know, when we come before the Lord, yeah, it is to have an encounter with him. It's to experience him and to hear him. So we are not here to study, like go to school to study geography or history. Right? We are coming into the presence of the living God. Yeah? And he is showering us with his presence, with his blessings. Like Rachel say, huh? Give upon give. <laughs> overwhelm us. Okay? God wants to overwhelm you more. More to come, Rachel. Yeah? Because your daddy God is generous and he loves you. You know, daddy lo God loves to give. Amen? <laughs> yeah, so we are his children. We got his nature. It is just natural to give. And Jesus also said, right? More blessed to give than receive. Of course, there's joy in receiving, but there's greater joy in giving and tap into that joy, which we are also are going to hear to this morning. Okay, y'all can hear, right, in Zoom? The sixth day today, <laughs> everything God made was very good. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Amazing Holy Spirit's revelation for us this morning. Uh, you can see the picture, the sixth day of creation, yeah? A bigger hand, which is God's hand, and our hand. So on the sixth day, what did God create? <laughs> what happened to my scholar? <laughs> ah, God created man. Okay, let's see what's so uh, amazing about this creation of man on the sixth day relevant to us today so genesis 31 verse 3 so all of you are men women animals plants yeah. ah so it's talk talking about every one of you here today right about the man and the woman that god created on the sixth day okay so and god saw everything that he has made and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So if you read earlier, you will see first day, second day, third day, God created the heavens, God created the, the, the earth, and then the plants and all that. So on the sixth day, he created, he saw finished everything, and then he said, it is, it is, uh, not finished. <laughs> it was <laughs> very very good okay so this is very interesting because the first few days after god created i didn't give you the verse put up on slides so it's good that if you read your bring your bible also good huh? <laughs> i was telling that nowadays nobody bring bible to church already no wonder they don't like to read the bible okay so anyway if you read from the first 
five verses or first few verses that talk about uh, creation, God created. He only said, and it was good, and it was good, and it was good. But when it came to the last one, on the sixth day, it was very good. Okay, so sometimes when we look at, now that we are learning Hebrew letters, we are getting more deeper revelation that will transform us, that put fire in our lives to know how wonderful God's plan uh, for humanity, all right, for his children. So why very good? The word very, that's been translated very, okay, if you look into the Hebrew, so most of you now have a little idea of uh, the 22 alphabets, all right? Maybe we still haven't exhausted all. So like uh, Abigail said, said just now, there's so much more to discover. That God is so good to us. An endless discovery of the revelations of God that is going to transform our lives and already started to transform. And also uh, more and more until in, when we go to heaven, we can speak to God in Hebrew. <laughs> okay, although we mainly he gave us a new language today. Last week, is, what new language is that? The? <laughs> what tongue you got? Fire, fire. Uh, fire and then the holy tongue, right? Ah, which is the new tongues that came and God gave us a new language. Because all our language, our words all cannot use anymore. <laughs> right? So God gave us by the Holy Spirit, the new tongue. But for revelation, okay, we still read the Bible, all right? We need the Word and the Spirit. Incidentally, okay, if we all uh, keep this in mind, prophecies after prophecy, uh, one of it is Smith Wigglesworth, that in these last days, Smith Wigglesworth, a great man of God, right? In these last days before rapture, before Jesus come, there will be a restoration of the Holy Spirit and the Word together. So what does this mean? All right, there was a time in Book of Acts, there was both. The Word spread mightily, all right? And miracles and signs and wonders were, were done through His servants by speaking the Word, all right? When, when the apostles just said, be healed, and then all were healed. They spoke the Word, okay? And they preached the Word. Also, there was the Holy Spirit that came upon them in Acts chapter 1, chapter 2, and all the way. The Holy Spirit was with them, with the anointing, with the fire, that even the handkerchief of Paul carried the anointing of the Holy Spirit for healing. So can you imagine when this happened? Yeah, your, your handkerchief, your towel, your blanket, okay, <laughs> your new blanket, fill it with anointing pray in tongue release the anointing as if the anointing of god fall over you it it will also go through the blanket that you touch that other people come and sit on your bed eh? they get healed they wake up they get restored good or not yeah we want the anointing all right this ministry is about isaiah 61 luke 4 18 so even your clothes that you wear that is how much the fire the anointing Right, will flow through each person. That's why when we come together, we don't want to just listen to the word and then never experience the anointing, the presence of God. Okay, so there will be a restoration of both the word, 
and the spirit just like in the book of acts so after acts the church went into a sort of dark ages that's when we went what we call the traditional they lost the anointing of the holy spirit the leaders did not acknowledge the holy spirit anymore so they came a place of dryness in the church the church became very dry and then god sent revival to wesley that's why you have wesley was a methodist and then the holy spirit came they spoke in tongues fire came and then revival came so after that then that slowly all the revivals until they have charismatic pentecostal movement all restored back into the church so but today the last day will be the uh, actually it's the sixth day all right the restoration of everything in the book of acts and we are so blessed to be in that day in that time where god is going to do this <clears throat> okay so this word when god said it was very good so the word very all right is the hebrew word how do you pronounce it meot okay me oh me oh me oh okay me oh you never think that me oh has got three letters inside okay which is mem aleph dalet okay so remember this very is me oh okay so it means what exceedingly it's very good that means to us we, we're used to it so much every they just say oh very nice but then we have no fire right when we say that oh this is very nice the food ah huh? that uh, uh elijah cook very nice that's all we describe but in the hebrew this very has got very powerful letters very right so last year yesterday in the class we had mem right being shared by uh ruth lf <laughs> by uh uh elijah okay dalet you all know right okay so it has a it to the hebrews so why we study hebrew because the hebrew culture is very different from ours and you will see a few more things that are very different certain words that we think is like this for the hebrew is for the jewish people is different so if the bible is written in hebrew in the old testament we need to see the mind of god why it those words are used okay then we will be able to have the same experience that God intended and the Jews experience, we too can experience by faith, all right, in the word. So it means uh, might, abundance, exceedingly, you like this word, exceedingly, great, okay? Now, some of these words actually is the word coming from the word very, okay, greatly. It's an idiom showing magnitude or degree. So our God is not a small God. It's not only just little bit, but very a lot. Like what uh, Rachel today shared, right? Oh, so many. So this is the magnitude, okay, or degree of God, is of what God's goodness, because it said very good, right? Exceedingly, muchness, speedily. What else? Okay, the words too many, the, translate, the translator translated, we ought only very then become very mild but actually when god spoke it ah this is what he means exceedingly good after the creation especially on the sixth day everything he said is exceedingly good you know what's exceed 
<laughs> over. Yes, correct. Over. That's why you have Rachel exceedingly happy, right? A mom said she talked da, 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 until sleep. That is over already. Sometimes we expect God blesses only one thing. And then when he bless more and more and more, that is over. That is what Malachi 3.10 is about, right? Over. Can you see our God as like that? No. Now Rachel can see a bit already, right? That your God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. Yeah, you only thought one, but God said, I'll give you more. This is how, who our God is. Okay, let's see. So, God is always very exceedingly. Okay, let's look at verse 26. Then God said, that is where he made the, uh, the make, make man, right? On the sixth day, God made man. Let us which is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So all three in the Trinity were part of creation. Make man in Abigail's image. <laughs> okay, Abigail is made in God's image. Okay, so we have whose image is it? Image of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. So today, man right, has the image of Father, God, Son, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. All their characteristics okay, is in the man that God made according to our likeness. And in the Amplified, all right, explain not just physical, not physical, but a spiritual personality and moral likeness. Okay, So there is much more to discover, but this for, for today, this is good enough. So we are made spirit. Okay, like him. Everyone out here got spirit or anyone here don't have spirit one? <laughs> Your cat don't have spirit, okay? Other than that, all who are sitting here can talk, can speak, can laugh, can cry. We are all men, okay? We have a spiritual personality. That's why we do development of the spirit man, okay? That was born when you receive Jesus, born again. And let them. So first, we were created in the spiritual likeness, okay? Personality, moral likeness. We were meant to behave like God, right? In righteousness, holiness. And then let them have complete authority. So first in his image, then they were given something. They were given authority. Everyone say authority. Yes, over what? Over the husband. <laughs> Yes, what over the fish of the sea, this all got created earlier already. The birds of the air, the cattle, over the entire earth. Oh, earth big or not? Oh, yes, over the entire, the means it's all about the laws of nature, the physical world, over everything that creeps and crawls on the earth. So what is authority over the fish? That means they can tell the fish, they can talk to the fish, can command the fish. Okay? Huh? Cattle. Ah, yeah, it's the cow. That we eat beef. <laughs> steak, steak. Okay. okay. So, but in the beginning, we were not supposed to eat all this. <laughs> okay? We were supposed to eat plants. Okay? But anyway, this is the thing that God gave to man. All right? And to Adam. 
So the first man that was created was Adam. So look at very means miot means exceedingly, right? Much, right? Adam have his name is three letters. Aleph, eh, yes, Aleph, Dalet, Mem, the close Mem, right? Because it enter as a Sufit letter at the end of a Hebrew word. So he means mankind, human being. Aleph, the ox, the bull, the strength, or the leader, which is God, all right? Originally, God was in Adam, right? God made Adam. And then you have Dale as the door, pathway. He was able to see God. Yet he had the entry into the realm of God. God would come down and fellowship with him because he was made in the image of God. And Mem, water, massive, also can mean chaos and liquid. Okay, so he was to feed, he was to grow, he was to multiply, massive. That was Adam, right? Remember it said, be fruitful, multiply. Okay, God told him. So with the water, it was it, it, it are water flowing, yeah, with the word of God as he studied the word. So look at Miot and look at Adam's letters in his name. This is Miot, which is very or exceedingly, okay, or muchness, abundance. It starts with Mem, ha, roof, okay, Mem, Aleph, Dalet. And you look at Adam, Aleph, Dalet, Mem. This is the end, ma'am. This is the beginning, ma'am. So, what does this mean? Adam was created, man was created, supposed to be everything exceed one, everything in abundance, the good, everything good, everything powerful about this man. Are you, man? <laughs> okay, but Adam lost it. So, Adam was an unusual. Uh, being okay in the image right of God we're having a left inside the, the door all right also speaks of physical but he has uh, abundance okay to reach into the abundance of God because he was not created small or weak he was created like God powerful with authority and dominion over earth today if anyone on their own can rule this earth. Wow. <laughs> right? They are very powerful already, right? So some have money, no strength. <laughs> some have strength, no money. Okay? So the one that can rule everyone will look up to that person. That's why you have political leaders that people look up to. But the thing is, Adam was made like God. Interesting, right? We were meant to be exceedingly great everything more than the normal so where does the other word exceeding appear the same word very or moet mo, moet appear genesis 15 1 after these things the word of the lord came into abraham or abram in a vision saying so this is the second time that god appeared to abram and he said uh, fear not abram I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Okay, what has been tra translated as exceeding is the same word, moet. Okay, which means very. Yeah, just like Rachel said, if you all forget, 
So it was not meant to be like this, right? But so happened, <laughs> God meant it, right? Rachel was sharing very, very excited, very a lot, everything very, everything exceeding much her expectation. Okay, but this is the word Moet. I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. So what does God mean? The promise to Abraham and that's what we are inheriting. The Jews inherited this and live in this promise. Okay, or Abrahamic covenant that God said to him and gave for him. So, <clears throat> look into the uh, New Testament. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder. What is the meaning that he is? When you come to God, faith, faith is coming to God, believing that he is, Huh? That he is real. <laughs> Do we sometimes really think that he's not real? By the actions, we think that he's not real, right? We can quote and say that he is God and so forth, I have my God. But what actions show that we don't think God is real? One very clear action that we do or don't do. Yeah, tithing, right? Why? When we tithe, do you ever tie or give money to someone who is not real? To a, a bogus a man, you know, a fake company, to someone who died already? How many of you go keep on giving money to your ancestors? <laughs> you go to the, you know, funeral parlor, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's good to respect your parents and all that. They died already. But every day you put 10% of your income and you go there and you put the 1,000 or few hundreds or whatever at the altar there. Anyone still do that? Because they're already not there in this physical world. Not here. Not real. Or you don't even give to, you know, 10%. Once in a while, we may give like, you know, to, to the society or whatever. But every month, your money, 10%, do you give to someone who is not real? Who is, who is not alive? Yeah, so that's why Hebrews said, without this faith, we cannot please God. And what is it? The first thing is that He is real. He exists. That's why God's name is, I am. I am alive. I am real. And I am resurrected. Hebrews talk about tithing to Melchizedek. When we give our 10% and we tithe, we are saying that God is real. And he is, we are believing by faith that he exists. That he said what he said, Malachi 3.10, is real. Okay? Therefore, you only tithe to someone who is alive and who is real. Which is... Then, the, the other thing is... He is a, two things only. He's a, mm, rewarder. Look at this word. And who delete for, of those who diligently seek him. Okay, let's look at this word rewarder. What is a rewarder? It's one who pays wages, okay, in the uh, Greek and Hebrew, a rewarder is a remunerator. You all go to work. Well, are you all rewarded or not at the end of the month? If you don't get your 
pay <laughs> your wage. That's actually paying to give something to someone of one's own accord to bestow a gift. All right, remuneration. Ah, uh, this one. Ah, uh, uh, Rebecca knows right the term. <laughs> she she's an accountant now. Accountant is it? <laughs> okay, no more tax agent. Yes. Okay, so God is also an accountant. <laughs> oh, okay, he is a remunerator. So who pays your wages? Ah, not just your accountant in your firm. Okay, here it says that when you come to God by faith, when you believe that He is, He exists, He is real, and you believe He is a rewarder. So up there. He got calculator, <laughs> right? Right, because the Bible says thirty-four, sixty-four, hundred-four. Open the windows of heaven. So of course, God Himself won't do lah. He got assistant. Okay, all the angels are also accountants, and their mathematics is much better than ours. Okay, because there is exceeding one. The interest rate higher. Everything is different. Okay, this is the spiritual part. But will be manifested if we come to God like this. He is our Rewarder, okay. Uh, uh, so in that is in the Greek. Let's look at the Hebrew. So there is one Bible version, which is the Hebrew version, and or the Jewish version. Without amuna, which is faith in Hebrew, it is impossible to please Hashim or God. For it is necessary for the one making a kiruv approach. To Hashim, that means when you come to God, all right. To have amuna, to have faith. Just now we saw in the English translation, in the fact that Elohim is there. Who is Elohim? God Almighty, the only one God, the supreme God. Okay, we haven't. That's why we have so much more to discover. We go through a bit. We have got only a bit, but as we go deeper, we're going to study after the Hebrew letters because now most of you, at least, can you know recognize a few all the letters, a little bit of what each letter is, so it's easier to go into words now. So Elohim is the God, the supreme God of this universe. Okay, God. All right, not man. Opposite of man is God, deity. Okay, and the world today are looking for a God. Right, who is greater than them, and this is Elohim. So you have to believe. Faith is believe that God exists, or God is there. Right, not the dead body is there. God is there. Elohim is there. Wow! If Elohim appear in front of you, <laughs> we think we want the physical appearance, right? But now we are all spirit being. All right, we can see what the natural people cannot see. That's why we have received ayin, spiritual insight. Okay, when we got born again. So believing that God is there, God is there in your working place. God is there in your finances. God is there in your family, in your health. God is there. Okay, <clears throat> and that Elohim gives sakar or reward to those who seek Him with zerizut or diligently. That means it's not. Okay lah, if I'm free, I come find you lah, God. <laughs> right? We persevere. We want to come into the Word. We dig into the Word. Okay? We put time to study to know Him. This is called diligent. Right? When your parents, when you're studying your for your school exam and all that, your your parents say, "Be diligent" means be hardworking. Correct? 
study more than what the teacher give you. That is the diligence. So these are, God said, these people who diligently seek Him more than the normal. Most people go church once a week. You go twice. <laughs> That's diligent. You go every week, wah, every day, wah, even more, more diligent in seeking God, who Elohim is. And He says that for these people who seek Him diligently, Elohim, some of you are going to travel even from Singapore to come here, all right, for his anointing, for his presence, because you value his anointing, the spirit, more than the bus fare or the plane fare, right? Because all these things will pass away, right? But the, what you receive, the treasure, the presence of God, the anointing, the word is more valuable, lasts for eternity. So this word, Reward in the Hebrew is sakar. Very interesting word. Sakar has the letter shin. Okay, reward. Huh? And the letter kav. And this one? Uh, resh. Uh, resh means the head. Okay, so reward. Sakar means wages. Yeah, in the Hebrew, uh, just now you saw it in greek because it's the new testament so it is same thing in the hebrew this word means wages pay your fare your fee your passage money <laughs> right so that means god will if he asks us to do something he will pay <laughs> he will pay for our passage money our fee you serve the lord god pays for his servants because he is alive He's real. He is your master. He is just like your the boss in the company send you out. Hannah, you go go work there. Did you pay for the flight to go to Penang? Or is it claim from company? <laughs> claim from company means who pay? Yes. God pay. You want to serve God? Our God that is more than enough will pay. Will pay for all the expenses that you use to serve Him him to preach the gospel he is a reward okay rewarder if we believe that that's why many people don't go serve the lord because they don't believe god can provide for them all right provide for their petrol provide for what but those ministers men and women of god who believe that god is by faith god is real and god is a rewarder even with 10 ringgit in their pocket in their wallet if god say go they go and then you will see how God bring the finances to them. That's why it's good to go for missions, right? And not uh, have access to <laughs> which bank, which bank. The most ex important access is access to God's bank. George Muller, the first missionary for the orphanage in the orphans in China, he went and without money, but God provided, and he was the one who built those uh, first few orphanages in China. How? Whose money? God's money. He worked for God and God provided. God was a rewarder. Okay? So this is something we need to have faith and believe because something is going to happen when we believe that God is real, He exists, and He is a rewarder. Remember these two things. Your God, Elohim, is real, He ex exists, and He is a Yes. So whatever you do for him, you think it will be forgotten? No. God will reward 
Because this is what pleases God. We're supposed to come to God like that. Okay? Believing that He He hire us, right? He hire us. So He will pay. He will reward. Alright? He will reward. He will pay. Don't look to man. Okay? Look to God. God is your rewarder. God only use man as the channel to bring that blessing. Okay? But order whatever is needed god is your rewarder always look to hashim elohim to god okay saka in the hebrew also means commerce gain all right so when you work outside trading and all that that's commerce that is the profit the gain the reward all right the gain in the market merchandise profit so this is the meaning of the reward okay it comes in pay, it comes in wages, it comes in the form of profit. So if you do business, how does God reward you? Profit. <laughs> okay? Not loss, profit. But how to have this profit? You must believe. Yes, faith must believe. Amuna, that he is and he is a rewarder. So when we when we do our work or when we do business, we believe that God, I'm working for God also, alright, in this uh, whatever work we are doing, and God is real, He will reward me, as all I need is just to follow a few things that the Bible say, alright, God say, God's ways. Okay. And by great waters, the seed of Sihor, the harvest of the river, is a revenue, and she is a mart of nations. Oh, this word, mart, like your supermarket. Eh? Okay, it is market. Okay, so the word mart in the Hebrew has the uh, sakar inside. It also means sakar, which is also reward. So it's all about the profit, the world inside here, right? The reward, because it's not just about eternal reward. It's about here on this earth. Traffic, gain, profit, gain from merchandise. You buy one item wholesale at uh, five ringgit. You sell at 15 ringgit. Your profit. This is what God said he's going to give you. Profit. Okay? When you do business, gain from traffic, merchandise, okay? Mark emporium so anyone will start <laughs> business this is how the jews the jews are mostly businessmen okay their own business where god becomes gives them the sakar okay mm. from the merchandise okay so let's look back again about the man that god created let us make our our own image have authority over the sea and god blessed them granting them certain authority and said to them be fruitful multiply and fill the earth subjugate it put it under your power and rule over dominate the fish of the sea the birds of the air and every living thing that moves all this all this can bring uh saka <laughs> right you catch the fish you sell the fish, <laughs> got saka or not, got gain or not, got profit or not. Fishermen, right? They, they sell fish, they catch the fish first, they sell. That's all the disciples, a lot of them were fishermen, right? So everything that God provided on the day of six, 
all the days of creation were meant to have to bless his men, to reward men. All right, who who has the potential within man, Adam, to multiply, to to be uh, exceeding much. Okay, in everything. This was God's intention, and this was who man was to be able to be fruitful and multiply. So God planted seed in man, the seed that has the nature of God and the characteristic of God. So this man that God created is super powerful, right? That's why in Psalms chapter 8, verse 4, they will have to have dominion, to rule over. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of earthborn man that you care for him? Yet you have been made a little lower than God and you have crowned him with glory and honor. John, that's who you are today, okay, because of the new creation in Christ. Yes, Adam fell, but there was a huge restoration taking took place when Jesus died on the cross in our place as sinners, right? Today you heard it, he took our sin and became the righteousness of God. And today this new creation who are all of you here, and all of God's sons and daughters all over the world uh, were made a little lower than God. That means the angel is bigger, higher authority, or man? Which man? <laughs> so, name? You, right? Ah, you, Abigail, the woman of God. Right? We saw the, we look at angels and say, wow. Angel can do so many things that I cannot do. No, we were made a little. The word here in some translations were translated angels. But the actual Hebrew is Elohim, God. And you saw how God made us in his image, just that we are not God. So there is a, a wrong teaching outside the, the what do you call that? The, the what age, huh? new age, that people are God. They are little gods. That's not true. The Bible tells us, Yes, we were made in the image, but we are not God. But we are a little lower than God. We have his personality. We have his authority and dominion, all restored through Jesus Christ. Okay? And you have crowned him with glory and honor. That's who you are. So when we beat ourselves up and say, I'm not worthy. Ah, what are you saying? That God didn't make a proper one. <laughs> Isn't it? God made you, God made man, recreated us in Christ, through Christ, okay? And then when we say, yeah, this one cannot do anything, one, la. cannot multiply, one, la. cannot succeed, one, la. cannot, one, la. everything, we cannot do one, cannot make profit, one, very poor one. What happened? That means we are saying our maker <laughs> don't know how to make us that powerful when God made Adam. He was so powerful, he can name all the animals. His brain, super like God, right? But today, our brain is also like God, recreated in Christ. That's why we just need to have the revelation and meditate on his word. Because if we don't think like him, then of course we cannot be like him. Ah. We will act all right, in our uh, uh, degraded state. Okay, but actually God has already recreated you, Rachel, right? Given you exactly a mind like him, a heart like him, okay? Potential inside. Remember the word power? Charis, is it charis? No, 
is the word potential. I give you power to make wealth. It's the word potential. So everyone has, God's people has potential. Potential, that means you can, if you develop it, right? Everyone has the potential to preach the gospel, potential to move in uh, miracles, signs and wonders, or potential to teach the word of God, if we have God's word. Okay, so he has been glory and honored by God. You made him to have dominion. Everybody said dominion, that means rulership. But over what? Over the works of your hands, you have put all things under his feet, all sheep, oxen, that is, and all the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, whatever passes through the paths of the sea. That's why when Jesus sent out the Great Commission, he said what? All authority is given to me and now I send you out. That means I give you the same authority that Jesus had over what? Over sickness, what did Jesus ask us to do? <laughs> yes, yes, over devil, over sickness, over pain, over all the works of the flesh, over the results of sin. Sickness is a result of sin in this world, right? It's not God put sickness on anyone. But Jesus conquered sin and therefore he gave us the authority. So when he sent you out, it's not he just sent you out like that, blur, blur, you know, don't know who you come from, don't know who you're serving, okay? But you have authority, even Rachel got that spiritual authority, all right? To lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, okay? So there is a dominion, all right? Rulership. So Jesus proved his dominion, he stopped the... Uh, the storm and all that, the loss of nature. Then, what did God do with this man that he gave the likeness, same, same ability as God has and gave him authority and dominion? He put man in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. So if you want to help you to understand this, he put him in the garden of Foresta to sit down at the couch and shake leg. <laughs> now I can understand. Okay, so we were all not meant to be here on this earth to do nothing. Even the first man, Adam and Eve, got a, some work to do. And what is this meaning of the, there's a garden and of Eden, a garden of pleasure. Eden means pleasure, okay, in the Hebrew. To tend and keep it, God's original intention. So the, the word tend, okay, is abad, which is to work, to serve, all right, to labor, to serve, okay, that means there is work to do, all right, even the Levitical uh, priesthood, they have to work on sheep. 24 hours shift to in the temple, right? Yeah. So to offer all those sacrifices and so forth. All is work. So if don't become a pastor and think there's no work there. <laughs> okay, pastor work even more. I show you why. Okay. So everything that we are serving the Lord or we are serving and working in the garden, right? Which is your, your working environment, is work. Okay. The only thing that change is 
whether we are working with stress or we are working yes very good the word with joy okay we will see that come uh, continue my little children for whom I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you. That is Paul talking, right? Paul worked the hardest of everyone. He said, What? I labor more, right? Because of the grace that is in me, I do more. So, some of you don't want to become pastor already. <laughs> the grace of God will cause you to work even harder. Didn't he work? He worked a lot. Yeah? He go out, then he. Uh, until got uh, what thunderstorm, what shipwreck, got beatings, everything, and he still worked. Even in the prison, he's in prison. What was his work? Yeah, he was still writing, huh? Y'all do presentation, right? <laughs> Ten minutes only, right? He was writing and writing, okay? All the revelations and encouraging the ones who are not in prison. <laughs> Normally we say, oh, we do prison ministry. Huh? We are outside here. We go encourage those people in prison. Paul was inside the prison encouraging the people who are sitting outside there, nothing to do. <laughs> Telling them about who God is. That's why we cannot sit down. All right? Those people who suffered for the Lord, they were suffering there and they were hard, was thinking of those people outside. Okay? Who are still sometimes behaving like babies, right? So he labor. Like a birth pangs like that, like a mother traveling. So some of you are mothers here. You have what? Uh, Ching Lan gave birth five times. <laughs> so okay. So what is what is that? The labor pain. Is it painful? Of course. Yeah. There was of course that one is uh, uh, we are today redeemed lah. All right. But in the natural, that was one of the curse pain. But Jesus had taken and removed pain from us at the cross. Okay. So labor. Involves work, okay, involves sometimes pain to our body until Christ is formed in you. So every pastor, man or woman of God, as you work for the Lord, you serve the Lord, it is for Christ to be formed. Okay, so you know why I keep on reminding you, keep on this one, because it's the same thing that God put inside my heart, right? That Christ, Christ will be formed in you. Not the world form in you, not your boss form in you. Then we see, wow, Rebecca represent, look, behave exactly like her boss. No, behave exactly like Christ. Yes, until that happens, that is my job. That is the my work that God has given to me. For see everyone here, John, Esther, Lydia, Elisha, Magdalene, until Christ is formed in you. That's why day and night, I think of your, how to encourage you all, how to bring you all nearer to the Lord. Okay. Ah, in, including the young ones. This is how Paul labored. And he see them as his children. And then Hebrews 6.10, For God is not unjust to forget your work and labor, which is ergon in Hebrew, or also work of love, labor. So there are things that we do for the Lord, which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. That's why if we serve the Lord, we are serving him. He is our master. So whatever we do, we know he will sakar us. He will reward. He don't forget. Right? You're cooking, waking up early in the morning to cook for us. Okay, Whatever little thing that you're doing for God, including your physical work, your secular work, 
Okay, because we do the secular work like tending the garden as well. Okay, until Jesus said, occupy till I'll come. He didn't say, sit down. <laughs> sit down and look up and wait for rapture. No, he said, occupy. Right? Occupy, that means do work, do business, do everything. But of course, God first, right? With uh, your connection with the Lord and understanding who he is. But know that Elohim, God, will not forget your work. So sometimes man may forget. Sometimes maybe in the physical, natural, I may forget and overlook what someone has done. But the thing is, God does not forget. He's recorded down if we do it from our heart. Okay? As long as it's not done from our flesh, then the reward comes from God. So when you minister to the saints, it is also a work, a labor of love. And now come to the sixth day, the meaning of this sixth day. <clears throat> Very interesting, huh? Yeah, you all saw a bit really. So it is Shin Shin Yud. Wow. Sixth day got double shin. Okay. Shish. Shish. Okay. Shish. In the Hebrew, six as an overplus beyond five, all the five fingers of the hand. Right? You have five fingers any of the hand, and then you if you put to the six, is plus one extra over shin. Sus is a, the, the word comes from the word uh, in Hebrew, sus. And the word sus means rejoice, to exalt, display joy to be bright cheerful like rachel like that <laughs> okay acts greatly joy rejoice okay so the sixth day has a meaning of rejoice of joy that's why god said it is very good very good after he saw everything he created especially men Right, he rejoiced. So you see a God who is sitting at the throne, very sour face. <laughs> he is very happy. Okay, he rejoiced. Okay, on the sixth day and then rested on the seventh day because he has finally created the crown of his creation, which is man, which is you, Elisha, Abigail, Rebecca, Hannah, Rachel. Yeah, Lydia, John, Magdalene, Ruth, Elisha, Piera, all of us are his crown. That's why I'm so happy. Just like Rachel is a princess for uh, Elijah and Abigail. You are the crown of their happiness. They see you, they are your parents, they give birth to you. Very happy, right? Yes. So what this man is the crown of creation because he created everything and then he put the most beautiful thing inside there to enjoy the creation, to enjoy the fish, to have dominion and to rule and to be rewarded. So this sixth day has the meaning of joy, replacing or display joy. Okay, let's see how the Jews understand the Hebrew compared to we all uh, with the translation. So a bit more before we go there. Every man also to whom God has given riches and wealth and have given him power to eat thereof. We need power to eat, right? Sick person cannot eat, right? You look at the food, you cannot eat also, right? But 
now we have the ability to eat. It's all from God. All right, God who gives us riches and wealth and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor. This is the gift of God. If one person, you can have riches, but you can eat. Some people got riches, cannot eat, <laughs> right? They don't have uh, ability to eat. They may be sick or they may be worried, full of stress. After people go and take their money, okay? So they cannot eat. Feel depressed if the market go down they also go down <laughs> then you have a lot of food because they have money but they cannot eat okay so that's why the chinese say what uh, uh drink water they can not be rich but they have love towards one another drink water so happy already was that your story ah uh, no <laughs> okay those who rejoice in his labor in his work this is a gift of God. If you can go to work, if you can go to your office, if you can do your business and you have joy okay, in your heart, this is the gift of God. The world don't have. Have all of you go to work, right? Have you seen in your office or wherever, if you have colleagues, most of the colleagues, all the face, very long one, right? <laughs> right? Where got a happy office, everybody is laughing and doing their work. Most are miserable. The boss give them some work. They say, in front, okay, at the back. <laughs> Why give me so much work? So miserable. Okay, so there is no joy. Today, that is the result of the curse. Okay, there's no more joy. Whether, and if you read Deuteronomy 28, serving the Lord without joy is a curse of the law. Okay, so today, serving outside, working outside, laboring outside, no joy. Oh yeah, today, tomorrow holiday. <laughs> Happy. After holiday, very sad already. Have to go back to work. Okay, for Malaysia, tomorrow holiday, correct? Yeah, so all looking for holiday. Why? Because work has no more joy. Okay, but the restoration of God in Christ is that a gift of God is you will rejoice while working. Oh, she's happy. <laughs> okay, Re Remember that. That was why God put Adam to work in the Garden of Eden, a place of pleasure. He was supposed to go around very happy, telling the plants to grow, maybe put some water, whatever. He had work to do, okay? <laughs> but he was happy, okay? Supposed to be a place of pleasure. This is the greatest gift, the gift, one of the good gifts of God. Joy. So the joy in... Uh, Hebrew, okay, has shin, mem, head, yes, and hey, yeah, you do it with the spirit. That's why I said, Paul in the Bible said, wherever we do, we serve the Lord, serve with our spirit, because the Holy Spirit will give you that joy. And in the Hebrew, there are a few words for joy, okay, that means uh, when, it, when it's translated joy in the Hebrew, it, it's other words. But I will go deeper in it probably in a HMD session. Today, we will just go through briefly in relation to what God has uh, created. Okay, both Simcha, so one of the words is Simha or Simcha. You will see some translations, a little bit spelling different. Samia come from the same root word Samak, which is a verb which means to rejoice or be glad. Yeah, can you imagine if Rachel gave testimony? 
thank you, Pastor, for giving. No, she was jumping up and down. Okay, you see what the Jews understand or what God meant by Samyak Simka. Okay, Samyak is also used mostly pertaining to the celebration, occasions of triumph or victory, usually together with Simka. So a few examples, Deuteronomy 6, 15, 15, for seven days, celebrate the Feast of the Lord. You know why God gave the Jews so many feasts? That's why we celebrate Christmas Eve also, right? Uh, we, we eat every Sunday also. Feasts, okay? Because it's God wants his people to huh, be happy, to rejoice, okay? Feasts. And of course, who loved the most? Yeah, <laughs> Rachel loved the most one. She knows how to rejoice and enjoy what God has given. Celebrate the feast to the Lord your God at the place the Lord will choose for the Lord your God will bless, will curse you, bless you in all your harvest. So harvest, of course, you need to sow first, right? Then there's harvest. So the Jews understand the word harvest. So if you never sow anything, then we that's the simple thing that God asks us to do, just so. And the harvest will come according to the accountant in heaven. <laughs> okay, So God will bless you in all your harvest and in all the... Uh, how many of you got work here or no work one or don't do work? Okay, So the work of your, our hands, all right, God made us hands to do work. Okay, But we work with joy. And your joy or samyak here translated as joy is the original Hebrew samyak will be complete. Literally, you shall rejoice. Wow, God is so good, right? Today, uh, Rachel gave a demonstration of uh, rejoicing, right? With overwhelming, exceeding blessings. This is how God wants us to behave, okay? Or wants us to experience the work of our hands. So whatever you do, you go to office, whatever it is, he will give us a supernatural joy. All right. A happy, some a happy heart actually is a samyak heart makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. So you can see a lot of people got heartache <laughs> when their face very long. Okay, they heart feeling heartache. That's what ministry of beauty for ashes in Isaiah 61 is to bring beauty for ashes to heal the broken hearted got something to do or not God yeah are there a few broken hearted people or thousands yeah they all cannot laugh one <laughs> like that right and so they are broken hearted and we bring the good news of joy salvation Christmas time tell them Jesus has come. You don't need to be brokenhearted. And then come under the anointing, under the operation table of the Holy Spirit. The, the sadness in the heart, the heartache suddenly disappeared. How? The Lord, the Holy Spirit filled with joy, laughter. Okay, what's happening here? And what has happened, all right? All over, the around the churches in the world, God put joy. You know, I was talking with uh, Elsa about this joy. That some people, some Christians are so scared of, you know, think, what is it? And I remember the, the, this pastor who said, why are Christians scared of, you know, believers on the, on the floor under the anointing and laughing? They prefer people crying? <laughs> crying? Okay, okay. So you think God is a sad God or a happy God? Yeah. And then after the anointing, do you all feel happy? 
you feel like everything taken off all the broken heartedness all the bitten or whatever stuck there remove right yes so but the devil put in the thoughts of a lot of christian oh very scary don't know what is happening why are they laughing like that and it's not uncontrollable you can stop it right but you don't want to stop right ah you know because it's so beautiful you go to the pub the people are drunk are they laughing of course oh why they can laugh at the pub i cannot laugh in the church ah see the devil's lie have taken out such a beautiful thing in the book of acts when the holy spirit came they were like drunk people not drunk with halia hello all right when a person is drunk they laugh they talk nonsense they like very happy also right have you seen drunk people yeah they're very happy and we accept it okay go drunk worse the next day got hangover but in the church if they see people drunk they say wow this one may be from the devil or what why would the devil give joy joy comes from god it doesn't come from the devil the devil give the false joy which is the joy from being drunk with too much alcohol next day vomit or talk nonsense right okay or even get themselves into uh sin and all that but the joy of the lord is that's why it's called the joy of the lord so how can the devil give joy the devil only give yeah sorrows pain right broken heart crush the spirit so feel free to come in and experience the joy of the lord okay because it will crush take away the heartache a happy heart samyak is the joyful heart that is good for health ah elisha okay good for health <laughs> the medicine for sadness sorrow pain is the joyful heart okay and it will help the joyful a cheerful heart is the word samyak there okay in hebrew it's good medicine which medicine you all want the best medicine is the joyful heart and today the world hospital doctors and all that and america all that right they have discovered this they want to make the patients happy they bring clowns there <laughs> right to entertain some of the patients who are all depressed when they're depressed the body will give out a hormone and then they become sick and more sick right it's, and the, the way to help them recover faster than all their drugs and medication is to make them laugh but this is trying to make them laugh it does work to a certain extent but what we have is the real thing from heaven the holy spirit is the one who made you laugh uh, elsa said to me when i come uh, you don't make me laugh i said i have no power to make you laugh <laughs> it's the holy spirit all right so actually it's just have to clear the, the wrong understanding right and for people to be able to come into the presence of god because the word of god say in the presence of god is joy joy right pleasures forevermore at his right hand so if you go to church and there is no joy that means this word is not true or the church have not entered in correct god's word cannot be not true right so they go in long face they come up longer face <laughs> because after maybe they feel happy a bit then they come out face the whole world go have to go to work no more joy but the joy that the holy spirit gave lasts okay all right so it's like a medicine huh elisha take more of this medicine when you sit at home just uh, fill yourself with the holy spirit begin to laugh begin to laugh laugh at our problem just laugh 
right? Even you cannot laugh, just laugh, okay? And this joy, the body is, was created to laugh. God created man, right? Yeah, on the sixth day, which is the meaning of rejoicing. So if our body never laugh, <laughs> what kind of hormones coming out? Sickness hormones coming out. A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. All right. So this is God's word, right? And God got the antidote. According to the glossary in the, another Bible, the word for broken spirit here is nakia, and it means depressed. Depression is good for health. <laughs> We're all awake. Okay. Depression is bad for health. Okay. That's why today everybody is depressed. You go to the office, depressed. You stay at home, also depressed. Anywhere. But today in Christ, the Lord has taken away depression. Huh? Huh? No stress. Okay. Less stress. Okay. No more. When you see people depressed, what do you give them? joy <laughs> how are you going to give happiness tell them all right how the good news the good news will bring them joy and then pray for them pray for the anointing of joy drop on them then they say, why am i laughing huh? i got so much problem okay this is from the spirit and it takes away there so why i don't feel depressed anymore yeah because the joy of the lord has come in okay joyful is the opposite of a depressed heart Madeline first time we saw her she looked very depressed <laughs> but today wow full of joy you can give testimony you can laugh right that is what happens in the presence of God okay God changed your depression to joy depression is caused by a number of things one of which is drawing away from the Lord if you want to be joyful draw near to the one who is joy God is love God is peace God is joy yeah that's why we, god said right uh, or paul says in uh corinthians when we god loves a cheerful giver actually it is hilarious giver we haven't even come to that state yet oh he you know it's hilarious right oh you go to comic comedy the stand-up comedian you laugh at you you roll on the floor that's called hilarious one day you see Elijah give tithes and, and offering, then he laughing. Ho, 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 like Santa Claus. Ho, 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 rolling. Yeah, this is actually what it means, the Bible means, okay? What God meant. He is joy. So if you draw near to God, you have joy. When you do devotion, after devotion, you feel very joyful, right? You start off your day, but the other days never do devotion. <laughs> then end up in depression. <laughs> okay, so draw near to the God of joy, the God of love, the God of peace. Yes, so, and he gives you many things, right? Draw near to daddy. For the Hebrew mind, ah, this is very interesting. The word joy always pertains to an outward manifestation of great delight and pleasure. That's why you have Hebrew dancing when they celebrate a festival. There's joy all over their face. Ah, here different a bit. <laughs> okay, Malay, uh, uh, the, the, the church sometimes got joy only lasts for a while. Okay, they only have coffee and cakes, then they're happy. <laughs> but, huh? Your mom singing? Got joy? Yes, that's how it is because you sing under the anointing. Okay? So when the anointing comes, there is joy, laughter. And to the Hebrews, so when we think of joy, maybe for us, 
uh, Gentile nation, we think joy in the heart. Okay, la, I am happy, law, but the face has no expression. There is nothing. Okay, but for them, that's why when we study Hebrew, when we learn what is Samyak and all this, it's not just a feeling that can be contained without physical manifestation. So when the Holy Spirit comes and you all laugh, there's a manifestation. Okay, also in everyday life, when you work, you go in, ha 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 ha, the, the Abigail go into her office, all the people say, wow, why are she laughing, smiling, right? I remember one time under the sun, then she came to bring me some food. I saw her some last year, I think, wow, smiling from ear to ear, so beautiful, full of joy and sunshine, right? Jesus is the sun, right, of righteousness. So remember this, when we learn Hebrew word, we must go and understand why you know the meaning of that hebrew so according to hebrew god meant the joy to be an act of rejoicing is to be manifested okay imagine if your husband haven't received the lord or in your life if every day we are long faced no wonder they also said i don't know whether your god is alive or dead yeah <laughs> so what happened if you have joy every day when you wake up build that joy Grow near to God. Remember the God of joy? You will pass over one, right? All these things. You mix more with happy people and then you feel happy. But the world is a temporary happiness. But for believers, we have the permanent one because we have God of joy inside us, right? So we can smile all the time. Whether That's why Paul says, I know how to abase, I know how to abound. Right? Even with 50 ringgit, I'm very happy. With 5,000, I'm also happy because I have God of joy inside me. Okay, so the Jews see it as an act of rejoicing when God says rejoice. So if you look at the Old Testament, there's a lot about rejoicing, a lot about be glad, rejoice, be glad. And then in uh, Psalms 1 to 6 that day, right, when the Lord turned away the captivity of Zion, we were like them that laugh, right? It's like a dream come true. So they laugh and they laugh and they laugh. Go read again psalms one two six their mouth was filled with laughter so not only on sunday <laughs> or saturday okay every day that's why i encourage you all to go and fellowship with the lord fellowship with his word act of rejoicing remember this huh? if you forget everything joy is associated oops with an act it's not just quiet in the heart okay on the first day, you are to take choice fruit from the trees, the palm fronds, leafy branches, poplars, rejoice, sum up before the Lord for seven days. Wow, they have to, they were commanded to rejoice. Oh, commanded, no. That means your mommy said, rejoice every day, happy. Okay. And they did it. They had to follow, right? They followed the Torah. So they were all trained in their system body to be happy that's why there was no fever among them they were not sick they has the best medicine joy okay they have the torah they follow the torah they were commanded to rejoice seven days Ooh, even the joshua went around the jericho yeah then after that sure i think they were also very relieved and very happy right because they were supposed to keep quiet and then they start to shout with rejoicing, shout for joy. We have the song. There in the presence of the Lord, you and your families shall eat 
Ah, we are eating in the presence of the Lord. Both spiritual food <laughs> and physical food. And you shall? Ah, you eat and then you are happy, rejoice, sama, and everything you have put your hand to because the Lord, your God, has blessed you. Right? Hannah, the blessing of God make you rejoice. Okay? When you say Ephesians 3, uh, Ephesians 1 verse 3, God has blessed me with every spiritual blessing. So what is the outcome? It's rejoicing. That means a smile upon your face. Smile until people can see your teeth. Just use good toothpaste. <laughs> okay? So why? Because of God has blessed you. The blessing may not manifest yet, but we rejoice. We smile because why? We believe by faith that He has blessed us. That's why you do your tithing, your offering, or whatever. Okay? Faith with God is you have the action first. Your belief, you say, no, I wait for the, the blessing first, then only I will smile and laugh. No, God's way is those who come to God must believe that He is and He is a rewarder. So you're already anticipating and you actually believe that He has already poured out. So that's why you're happy, right? That's why Rebecca is happy. She laughs, laughs, laughs. And then a few months later, wow, God, God. increment. <laughs> okay? But at time when she laughs, don't have yet. So not yet the physical manifestation, but in the spirit, you have been blessed. You believe that God has blessed you. That's why I give you the meditation. God has blessed me. I am blessed. Why it takes so long to go in? <laughs> meditate, meditate until... Because our idea of blessing is the money must appear first. Now, this thing must happen first. But actually, we are in the spirit realm. Spirit realm, it happened up there first. Not yet happened. It happened in the spirit realm. We declare it by our act of acknowledging that it has happened by our laughter, by our rejoicing. Every day you wake up. Thank you, Lord. It's like you receive already. Not yet come, right? Actually, there are some things not yet come. It's still, it still haven't ordered yet. But... Rachel already rejoicing. She already anticipated that we will order, I will make the order, and then if the things will come, correct? That's why you're happy, even though you come. This is how it is in the spirit. Wow, Rachel, give me uh, through her testimony, give me more revelation, right? Ah, demonstration. Yeah, because she was telling us, okay, some of the things manifested, she's happy. But she was telling you all something else, right? Not yet, come one. But she's happy already. She believed that what I say, I will order, I will keep my word. And therefore, she already rejoiced and gave testimony before the gifts arrive. Ah, this is faith. She believed in me, correct? Ah, so, do you believe in God now? When God said, He will give you, He will bless you, He will reward you. So become like Rachel, like a little child. Believe what God say. And then, you will see the manifestation. Most the main thing is people don't believe what God said. God said, I will bless you. Say, wait, lah, manifest first. God don't want like that. God want like Rachel. Okay? <laughs> okay, able to realize that God has blessed and what he promised, he will do. Wow, I like that, Rachel. Thank you. <laughs> that you rejoice and you believe in me, right? So we believe in God, okay? What he has said. That's why you meditate, you have more promises to believe in. The instructions and commands of our Lord are a source of joy. The precepts, Psalms 19.8, the precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy, literally giving rejoicing or samak to the heart. So when you eat spiritual food, 
God's word say it gives you joy. You have no joy, go to the word of God because there all the promises are there. It's just like she wants more joy. She come to me and I say, okay, which one you want to order? Okay, so the joy, not yet come, but she believe what I say. Same, we go to the word of God because I promise her. So God promised us, but if you don't go to the promises, where got joy? Right? Yeah, so you want more joy every day in your life? Go to the promises of God. So many thousand promises inside. Pick up one, it already can fill you with so much joy. Okay? The, another word, ketva, is the kind of joy in the phrase we believers often mouth, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So in the Hebrew, in the English, everything uh, translated as joy. But in the Hebrew, a bit different. So you got ketva. Oops, sorry. Where am I? Back here. It's the joy of the Lord. Under Nehemiah, go and enjoy. Oh, this one, Rachel like. Go and enjoy. There was another celebration here. And Nehemiah, the prophet, said, the man of God, go and enjoy choice food. That means good food. You enjoy not? The food. <laughs> okay. And sweet drinks. Oh, this one you cannot take too much. <laughs> and send some of those who have nothing, send some to those who have nothing prepared. So the Jews, remember, they were taught in the Torah to be generous people. They not only care for their family, they send food. Ah, so Abigail always send out. <laughs> Go out, right? And drive you out and send food for people, right? And they have nothing prepared. So you didn't prepare food, but someone prepare and give it to you. Enjoy and go. This day is sacred to our Lord. Do not grieve. God doesn't want us to have long face. All right, to be grievous. For the joy or ketva of the Lord is your strength. So the, another aspect of joy is becoming your strength. Okay, what is this? Your strength. Strength in this verse is maos, which is a place or means of safety protection so this joy becomes your protection right it is a short for stronghold and a stronghold translated as defense safety protection helmet fortress katva is the kind of joy that you get when you are being joined with the lord and it's also a place of safety and protection so you want to be in that safety protection have the joy not of man of the lord Okay, the Lord's joy and man's joy different. The, the Lord's joy is like Rachel, like that. You believe the promise before it happens. Okay, that when we have faith in God that He is, is He's real, He's a rewarder, you really believe it, you'll be happy because He's going to reward you. Why are we not happy if we don't believe God is going to reward us? Right? Uh, then it becomes your strength for each day. If the, then in Romans, okay, back to uh, who the new person for if by one man's offense death reigned through the one much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one jesus christ so today we rule and reign in life because we have received the righteousness that means today we are made back in the image of god because only god is righteous right so today through christ jesus all of us are just better than adam Okay, but we haven't even go to Adam's state, right? But today we have been uh, recreated with his righteousness and received the abundance of grace for what? To rule, to reign in life. 
How do you reign in life? Reign over depression. That's the worst thing that the devil put on everybody because from depression will come sicknesses. Right? So first rule, rule over all the emotions, the depression, the wrong thinking, rule over the five senses, okay, with the word of God. We are supposed to rule and to reign, okay? Not rule over another person, okay? Rule over our flesh, all right? Have the fruit of the spirit, <clears throat> okay? So reign as kings, that's the last slide. Be king, okay? You are in control. Was Adam a king? Yes, God made him a small king here, all right? The under ruler, he was called the under ruler, God's under ruler. We are all God's under ruler. Yeah, to rule and reign in life. In what? In life, not in death. You don't wait until you die and you go and rule there. Okay, on this life, God created us, recreated us in Christ Jesus, giving us his righteousness and holiness, his image, his personality, his character, his seed for us to rule over temper, rule over depression, rule over all these that cause sickness. When these are all done with, with the joy, what happens? Sickness go. All these things disappear. All right, be happy all the time. The world try to make you happy by having clowns and all that. But today, the Holy Spirit gave us joy. All right, so Malek is the king. Mem, Lamet, this one. Ah, this one is the calf. The Sophic calf, the end of the word. Sorry, this is a rash. Okay, then we have... Uh, Calf, oh no, this is a calf. Yeah, calf, calf. Yeah, calf, the end one. It comes at the end of the word, right? And what is the meaning of calf again? Recap as an outstretched hand, right? God's hand is always outstretched to bless us. That's why we can be happy and we can reign. How does a king reign, right? With his hand, with his authority. Hands signify authority, the right hand. Of someone so who is the right hand man the one who has been given authority all of us are the right hand man of god right hand man and woman of god only thing never use that authority <laughs> so use the authority that god has given you all right authority over sickness over depression or from the word of god speak to your body by an open hand to receive the same word is used for a spoon or a dish so as a king and this is the last one the sixth day Okay, it's the day of God said very good, exceedingly good, because his man, his pride, his joy was created. And that's why you can see one person received the Lord, all heaven rejoiced. Another Adam, or rather Jesus Christ, right? The recreated Adam, the new Adam in Christ has been born again. So when you got born again, all heaven rejoiced because what? There's going to be another man. Another woman that's going to walk like Jesus walked, that's going to rule and reign in life, that's going to rule over depression, rule over sickness, is going to walk very differently. That means he lives. He goes to office happy. Yeah, that's why I mean by a new person received the Lord. Yeah, in your home, uh, Esther's home, John's home. Yeah, Esther's home and John's home, same one. Okay, so let there be joy. Let joy fill your house. Shalom, peace. All right, and you will find a lot of things change when there's joy and there's laughter. We are going to see you all soon. Okay, come and feel more with the anointing of joy and you feel the word, the promises, meditate. 
And you feel just now we see more promises means more joy. You see, Rachel knows how to receive promises. Ah, what about you all? <laughs> you have to wait for manifest first. She didn't. She knows and believes. So for us, faith is what? Believing he is real, he is God, he keeps his promises, and he will reward us. Saka. So here you have all the different Hebrew words for the word joy. Ketva, just now we learned a little bit. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Then Sama is the shin there. Shin what? Do what? Burn away all the depression. Yeah. All the nonsense thoughts inside our mind. Uh, sure, die, already, all this, right? Burn away. Sama, the joy, when you laugh and joy, you burn away all these things. And then some simka also is a joy. And then you have samya, which is we won't go into we might go into detail during HMD because this is the sixth day. Are we living in the sixth day? Yes. One day with the Lord is one thousand years on this earth. So we are already in the six thousand years, the end of the sixth day. Will there be even more great rejoicing? Because in the sixth day is the Hebrew word joy. Rejoice. And to the Hebrews, it means a act of rejoicing not the hidden rejoice inside i'm rejoicing <laughs> the hebrew will say what are you doing to us the hebrew word simka all this means an act of just like an expression which uh, rachel expressed this morning the joy of receiving and receiving promises yeah the meditation is for you to receive those promises so that your face will turn round <laughs> and your lips will be widened remember yeah how do we widen our territory from our lips so how anybody laugh without opening mouth one to have right when you laugh you will widen your lips so all these parts begin to move to experience the power of god that the good blessings that God is about or is going to wants to pour onto his people, especially here. Amen? Amen. Amen. So let's rejoice, right?